All right, guys, welcome to the MMA OB Daily Podcast, Monday, June 5th, 2023. This is the second half of today's podcast. First podcast, we just uh, recapped UFC Vegas 74, Care France versus Albazi. So if you want to listen to that, uh, we got into that controversial decision. Um, talked about all the fights on that card. A pretty good card overall. And then now we shift our focus, to Marcel, to UFC 289, Nunez versus Aldana. This Saturday, back in my home country of Canada, Marcel in Vancouver, our good friend James Lynch will be in attendance. He's going to be doing media there the, this week. So, James, I uh, hope you have a great week, my friend. And I'll see you next month at UFC 290. But, Marcel, we're going to preview the card. We have 12 fights on this card. Um, a lot of people, I would say, think this card's a little bit of a weaker pay-per-view. Um, there are obviously a couple really big fights in the main card. But overall, I just think it's kind of missing one more big fight, personally. Um, and also, we had a fight fall off the last week with Khalil Roundtree and Chris Dawkins. Um, overall, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but it is missing uh, like a couple big fights. So, what do you think about this card? UFC uh, 289, or so just to start it off. Yeah, before I got into the car, when do you have that parting shot podcast again with James? It's either I think we're gonna do it next week because he's so busy this week, right? So, I think awesome. we're gonna do it okay. next week. Yeah, yeah, thanks for yeah. Um, this card, yeah, like I said, man, in the last podcast, UFC Fight Night Vancouver, you know, um, and Honestly, if I'm really, really honest, the only really high-level fight on this card is, besides title fight, is Oliveira against Darius. The other fights are pretty fun, you know. I think Curtis Imavov is also pretty good, good, good fight. All the others are really like uh, targeted towards the Canadian crowd, you know yep. what I mean? So it's like it's like almost like uh, how do you say that an elevated fight night? I would say you know with a title fight on it. Um, it's, I mean, it can be a fun card, don't get me wrong, but I mean, that you guys have to pay like 80 bucks for this one, it's kind of crazy to me, you know. But, um, yeah, looking forward to it still. I'll watch, I'll watch everything, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if I just said 12 fights, I'm obviously misspoke. It's 11 because we just lost the fight with Clue Roundtree and Chris Dawkins. So, <laughs> that sucked, by the way. I was looking forward to seeing, I just thought I, I wanted to see how he'd look, uh, his weight, Marcel. Um, so obviously, at, let's be honest, at, fe- at heavyweight, he had a flab of the stomach, right. Maybe he looked good. He looked good when I saw on the yeah. training pictures. You know, sucks, man. So, I they're not booking mm. that fighting. Are they getting clue another opponent? Do you know or? No, I think this is it. You know, yeah, I, I thought don't... so too. Yeah, I saw your when I saw your post the other day, Marcel, of the um, updated card. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck, because usually you, you you're on the ball, right? So I'm like, okay, I guess they took him off the card. All right, let's just get some comments, and we're gonna get into the fights. Got Marcus Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver's a by the way, it's a beautiful city. Been there twice. James lives uh nearby Vancouver. Um been twice, Marcel. Beautiful city. Um, love it, Vancouver. Um, it's I think it's the most expensive city, one of them to live in Canada, but it's I'm it's obviously worth it. it the the weather there's amazing and amazing nature and stuff, and it's a great place. Uh like I said, been twice, awesome. It's it sounds also expensive, you know, Vancouver. It, it sounds just. Expensive. It's, I think it's the most. Ex- Let me double check, but I think it's like the most expensive city um, to live in in Canada. I mean, yeah, I it, mean, it, it, it actually is. And Toronto's, like, Toronto's second most. That's where I live. Yeah, if you say I live in Vancouver, and then you go, I'm from Moncton, you know. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't know what Moncton, but uh, that sounds completely different. No, this if people watching from Moncton, I don't know anything. I, about I went it. to Moncton last year. Remember on my trip when I went to the East Coast? Yeah, that's a lot smaller place. Um, but it yeah. sounds it sounds kind of gangster, but probably because it's, <laughs> it kind of sounds like Compton. So I could, I could buy a mansion there right now. I think. <laughs> Anyways, let's get some more comments. Hey Joe, what's up? Yeah, just eleven fights, but I mean, there's some fun fights. Antoine, yes, man, the Canadian crowd's going to be great. Uh, I think they sold out really fast, too, if I'm not mistaken. Elevated fight night, yeah. Fudget, I'm not ordering it. Are you? I thought you were talking about Adam Fugit. Is that are you trying to reference? Because it's pretty good if you are. Um, man, where Ige could a good fight. Yep, yep. There's some good fights. I mean, there's not. It's not like they're not good, but I know what he's saying. Like, there's, there's, it's missing a big fight. It could have used two title fights. I think. I mean, or, I, go, I think. Sorry? We- we all love Lantwer Ige, but on every single pay per view that would be on the prelims. Like that would be on like the like the uh, tele like the ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it, Marcel. <laughs> let's start with the first fight here, guys. We have uh, Diana Belbitsa taking on Maria Oliveira, and odds for this fight are, are actually really close. Um, essentially, I pick them right now. We have the odds. Once I'm pulling them up here, of course. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Let's close it for a sec. Minus 120, Maria Oliveira, uh, plus 100 on Danny Balbitza. So, who are you picking in this one, man? Yeah, I'm just hoping Diana Balbita is not watching this one. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's a, a very close fight. It's pretty much two girls on the bottom of the 115-pound division, you know. Um, Balbita hasn't impressed me so far at all. You know, she has only one win in the UFC against Hannah Goldie. She got tapped by fucking Liana Jojoa. Um, lost to Molly McCann. I like her a lot. I think her personality is really fun, but fighting, uh, not really. I know she's. she also lives in Canada and trains in Canada, so pretty much her own fight for her, although she's from uh, Romania. Uh, Maria Oliveira, Brazilian girl. Uh, Spider Girl, I think is her nickname. Uh, lost last time against Demopolis, right? Got a loss against Ricci, but she got a good win against Gloria De Paula, which was a fun fight split decision, though. Um, I still favor her, man. I think her techniques are better. Definitely on the uh, stand up. I don't see the fight going to the ground. Maria Oliveira, unanimous decision for me, man. <clears throat> um, I think this fight's another close one for sure, as the odds indicate. I think a good bet here maybe is the fight going the distance. I don't really 100%. see a finish in this fight because if you look at their resume, uh, especially Belbita, she gets beat in the ground, right? Her, her submission defense is not very good. But her striking's good and she can stand and bang. Dude. This is, I think it's actually a great fight to open the card. I think they're going to stand and bang. I think it'll be a good fight, man. I really do. Um, Oliveira, a good striker as well. We've seen that, you know, like you said, some crazy techniques. That fight with DePaula had some really, really cool techniques in that fight. Here's the thing, though. Like, I just... I think it's going to be super close, but I do know that Diana Belbitz is someone that constantly walks forward in her fights, constantly throws strikes. She has a really high strike rate. Um, she gets hit a lot too, which is obviously an issue, but she lands a lot of strikes and constantly walking forward, throwing punches. She will have the crowd behind her. Like you said, she's an honorary Canadian in a way, right? Um, I think the crowd's obviously going to be cheering for her a lot more um, than Oliveira, and that could impact the judging in this fight. They're the same age. There's no difference there. Um, they Belbita has slightly more experience in her career, but she has more in the UFC for sure. And honestly, Marcel, I, w I was really thinking about Oliveira, like, but I've, I've kind of I've, I've turned the other way here. Also because of the Demopolis fight, too, because Demopolis dropped her. Demopolis um, outstruck her. Uh, that's not good. You know, the wrestler, too. I don't know if she outstruck her, but she dropped her, right? That's just not a good sign. Um, and then, obviously, you know, she's fought three times in the UFC, had the one win over DePaula. And that's someone Belbiza had a close fight with as well that she lost. But again, close fight. I just, I kind of feel like Belbiza, I know she can stand and trade. I know she has a good chin. And she's going to stand in the pocket and, and get hit. Now, you might be right, man. She might just get complete out technique here. And like, it's clear that she's like the, the worst striker and she just loses a clear decision. But I think it's going to be super close. I think it could be a split decision. And I'm leaning towards the dog here a little bit by maybe a split decision. Um, very, very close fight. Not... One, I, I don't know, maybe I'm kicking myself because she might end up winning and you get plus money, but it's just even money. I don't think I can bet it, but my lean is towards the very slight underdog. Marcel, it's basically a coin flip, let's be honest. It's minus 120 plus 100. It could be minus 110 each at the end of the week, but I will take the fighter who will, I think, have the crowd behind her, who I think will walk forward more, who I think will attempt more strikes. Even if she's not landing, it still looks good to the judges. So that's kind of what I'm thinking uh, will happen in this fight. It should be a good one. So so, uh, what, what, what was your, your pick split decision, you said? Belbiza by split decision. Okay, and uh, how, how did you call it, you said? What do you mean? You picked the dog. Say, say it again. You picked it. Yeah. Give me a second. Um, I mean, plus 100, though. It's not really even a dog. It's barely a dog. I guess it counts as a dog. I don't know. It's only a plus 100. <laughs> it's like a boot it's like uh elijah last week he was plus 100 i mean it's a dog technically but it's not like i'm gonna go be like oh my god i picked this crazy underdog you know it's a pick and fight again more aggressive more strikes landed better looking in the judges in my eyes but we'll in their eyes we'll see what happens all right here's the question what do you guys think of the card i mean marcel doesn't really like it i'd say seven out of ten maybe i'd say a seven i don't know it could end up being good though i think there could be some fun fights on here you know including this one marcel the next one here david dvorak taking on steven ursag making his UFC debut in the ufc flyweight division um odds for this one really really inflated minus 340 and david dvorak plus 280 on steve ursag i'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on, on this guy marcel so i'll be honest i've heard of him obviously he was supposed to fight uh, Clayton Carpenter, I think, yeah. last month. The fight, I think it was it a visa issue or something? I, I can't remember. Yeah. Right? I think he was supposed to fight Shannon Ross. Was he supposed to fight him or something? Or no, he fought there... Shannon Ross before. Oh, he, he fought he Shannon won. Ross. Wasn't he supposed to fight someone else, though? Or was that the fight? Clayton, only Carpenter? Clayton Carpenter. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that was, I believe, was it short notice as well, that one? No, it was uh, actually okay. supposed to happen in the Apex, I think, in, uh, in, in April. That's what happened. Okay, now I remember it happened. Yeah, the, 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 he ended up fighting someone else. Okay, so... 
I listen. I didn't know much about him. That, that's the point. And I watched his tape last night. Man, he's pretty good. I don't know if you watched it, Marcel. I, I thought he looked pretty good. Um, really good grappler. And he goes to the neck. He's long. He's a big guy for this division. He's uh, really lanky. You know, let me take a look at his uh, his height and stuff. Okay, it's not listed, but he's definitely the taller fighter I would imagine here. Let me see if Tapology has it because it's on UFC stats. Um, his height is five, five nine. He's a big flyweight. Like he's really tall and lanky. Um, he is a good grappler. He has some striking. It's not bad, um, but more of a guy will try to submit you. Um, in fact, seven wins. Sorry, six wins by submission. Only one by knockout. So more of a grappler by far, but does have a little bit of power from what I've seen. Um, I think he's beatable for sure, but I do think that there's something here with this guy. And I think the UFC obviously liked what they saw, and that's why they signed him. So I think a good prospect for this division. Then obviously Dvorak um, was supposed to be fighting uh, Matt Schnell in this card. And Matt Schnell is a good fighter with a bad chin, right? So that would that would have been an interesting fight. I, I would have picked Dvorak personally because, again, I don't trust Schnell's chin at all. This fight's a different. It's a little interesting. I think it's even – I know the odds are really high, but I almost feel like this is a harder fight for Dvorak, Marcel. I don't know if you agree with me at all, but I, I do. Um Dvorak's pretty good, but he's also beatable, too. He's lost two straight fights, and he's been competitive against Nikolaj Kopp. He was competitive, but still ended up losing. I don't know. He still has five fights, though, compared to zero in the UFC, and that's that experience is a big uh, you know, thing in, in, in my eyes, usually in fights like this, where a guy's making his debut on short notice. I think that experience could play a factor. But uh, you know, then again, I, I thought Ursaig looked really good in the tape. Um yeah, this is a tough one, man, for me, Marcel. Honestly, I think the value is on Ursaig for sure as a plus 280 dog. It's just tough to pick him on such short notice here. And obviously, we just haven't seen him in the octagon yet. I, ha- I do like what I see. I guess I'm leaning towards Dvorak just by decision just because, again, the experience in the octagon, I think, will play a factor here. Um, and he's a decent grappler himself, so I think he'll be able to like get, get out of those spots. But honestly, I think Ursaig's a live dog too. So lean Dvorak slightly for the pick here, guys, but I do think the value is on Ursaig at plus 280. I think that line is really inflated. I don't recommend putting Dvorak in a parlay this week. He might end up just dominating. Maybe I'm wrong about how close I think that will be, but uh, I think it's dogger pass for a bet, personally. I don't know. I want to hear your thoughts on this guy. Have you watched this tape? What do you think, man? Yeah, man, I did. You like it? You picking him? Yeah, I'm picking him, man. Dude, there we go. I mean, I, I thought about it, man. I'm really thinking about it still. Like, I, it's just, he's good, right? Go ahead. I really like him, man. I, I like yeah. his uh, ground techniques. I think he's really good. Um, I mean, a lot of people were already talking about him for a long time, <coughs> that he should be signed by the UFC. And that's what made me interested in him uh, and uh, watched him. I think he's really good, man. Yeah. Um, I'm picking him. And I think he, honestly, I think he finishes it early. You know, I think when they are dry, they go to the ground. I think he, he, he gets a real naked choke or something, you know. Uh, I'm picking first round submission. Very possible. Now, the only thing I will say is I watched his one loss. I would like to, always like to see how guys lose too, and yeah, that's why he actually got taken down. Was the other mm. opponent was on top, so that was five years ago, six years ago. Excuse me. Obviously, improved a lot since then. I'm just saying, like Dvorak, it's a pretty good grappler himself, and you know more experience. Honestly, though, Marcel, I, I think it's a good dog pick. You know, especially at these odds. Um, we'll see what happens. Again, slightly in Dvorak, but it's not confident, guys. A couple of comments here. <clears throat> Marcus likes the dog too. Another dog pick, Marcel. There we go. Do it again. Press it. Oh, I, I, have, I, I have a different one. I have a different one. Do, but uh, the, the commercial was playing, obviously. That's why I can press it immediately. You have to wait 10 seconds for the different one. Give me, okay, give me okay. some time. Who, who, got, who got another dog? Yeah, this guy here. Marcus. Good one. There it comes. There it comes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Love it. You got to get YouTube uh, premium, man, so you don't get commercials like I have. It's it's so worth I, it, bro. I have I have an ad blocker on my computer. I know. I watch it on my – the thing is I watch it on my TV all the time, so, I'm like, there was just no way to get that on my TV. Anyways, it's it's like 10 bucks. It's worth it, just, just to say. But ad blocks good, too. Anyways, um, yeah, I think Dr. Jaders 2 is possibly – if you can't finish him early, he probably loses the decision. That's what I think. Egg got a rank guy. Well, Mikhaev can't get a rank. I know it's kind of crazy actually when you think about that. Mikhaev can't get a rank guy. I mean, I would imagine Dvorak probably turned it down too. I don't think he would want to fight him. Garam and Hardwick. I haven't. Is that the fight? Have you heard that? No, it doesn't yeah. really make sense for Hardwick, does it? Like, or even Garam. Like Garam should crazy, be fighting. Crazy Pado. Um, give the source, man. Where you hear it, then we can see if it's true or is just like 
BS. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Kyle Nelson, the Canadian, taking on Blake Builder. Builder minus two twenty five, plus one ninety. Kyle Nelson, the monster. Um, I'll start with this one. I like Blake Builder here a lot, Brent. I mean, I can't pick Kyle Nelson again, fellow Canadian. Um, I just can't pick him. Like, I I haven't really been impressed by him ever in the UFC. He did have a draw in his last fight against Choi, but Choi had like a headbutt that got a point deducted, and that's why. You know, he only had the one wing against Polo Reyes. He's been finished a bunch of times. He has looked more durable lately. I'll give him that. But here's the thing that worries me again. You know, this featherweight weight cut is just a big cut for this guy. He is a bigger guy. He is bigger in this fight. He could try to use that frame to his advantage. But uh, Builder, man, yeah, I, I think he looked really good in his debut against Shane Young. I picked him there. I think you did too. I think he was like a dog or it was like even – it was like really close to even or something. Um, I like slide to, dog. Yeah, he was like dog. I loved him in that fight, and uh, he looked great. Um, obviously, really good striker. And he actually has some wrestling too, right? So – I think he's a good prospect. You know, he is 32, so he's not super young. Um, I was a little surprised to see that they are right now. Um, actually, sorry, he's, he's uh, yeah, he's th- technically the same age, but he's born in July, so he'll turn 30, 33. So he's actually the older fighter, I guess, by a few months. But uh, I think he's the fresher guy. He hasn't lost yet. He just had that one draw. Um, we haven't seen him lose. I think he'll be the better striker. I think he can, like, stop the takedowns. Yeah, Kyle Nelson just way too hittable, too. You know, his strikes landed 2.85 guys compared to 4.89 absorbed and that's in like six fights so there is a sample size there now a little bit he's just so hittable i think builder by decision because nelson has been like looking more durable lately but i think builder can knock him out too potentially um but i'm picking blake builder for sure maybe he could submit him too even uh, potentially um but i like him to win regardless of the method i like him to win this fight quite a bit what do you think yeah me too man i mean uh animal has looked good i think against shane young look really good um and even against Alex Morgan, not the soccer player, but uh, the the fighter, you know, Canadian. really good in the contender series. Yeah, I felt my fellow Canadian who uh, got dropped and then submitted. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle Nelson, he got a draw last time out because of uh, Conman Cristoyoni taking a point from Duo Choi. Um, yeah, man, builder, one hundred percent, and I say one hundred. Yeah, I even see a finish here, man. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? So. Um, I would be surprised if he finishes him. Um, I'm all over Builder here in this fight. And uh, and you see next week, I'm completely wrong, and Nelson pulled it off. But uh, no, I'm I'm taking Builder here. We we took him both, I think, against Shane Young, and we're taking him both again. Yeah, of the three fights we talked about so far, this is the one I'm most confident in. I I like him quite a bit in this fight, guys. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We have a... Ariel Hawani. (laughs) What? What? Ariel Hawani. Who? What are you talking about? Ariel, Ariel Alwan. He's finding Aroki. Oh, talking about, sorry, my God. Iman Bobby looks exactly like <laughs> I saw this comment. Andre Benning podcast. Shout to the boys putting the work each and every week. I fucking love it, man. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that, my friend. All right. We'll go to the next fight here. We got Eamon Zahabi, uh, the lookalike of Ariel, I guess, taking on Arichi Lang in the uh, UFC Bantamweight division. Odds for this one Arichi Lang minus 125 plus 105 in Eamon Zahabi. So, again, very close odds. Uh, who are you picking? Yeah, man, this is a different, difficult one. I feel like you know. I think um, I think uh, uh, Ayman Zahabi. He won his last two fights, you know. But he's like uh, a super difficult guy to pick. I feel you know. He came in the UFC, got a win, then losing two straight. Uh, then you're like, yeah, maybe he's kind of off. But uh, man, that Ricky Tursos fight last time was horrible, you know, and that was definitely horrible for Ricky Tursos. I remember. Uh, good win for him. Um, Archie Lang. Yeah, I feel like Archie Lang, he started in the flyweight division where he had a good fight with Jeff Molina. I, feel, I think it was a fight of the night. He had a good fight with Durden, but he lost both fights. Then went to Bantamweight, got two wins against Cameron Nelson and against Jay Perrin. But both of those those two guys are not like the, the top of the top. You know what I mean? It's pretty much about both guys are on the UFC roster. I don't yeah, think. exactly. So yeah. I know disrespect to Perrin and Nelson. I respect them a lot, but that's just how it is, you know? And for Zahabi, I'm more comfortable with picking Zahabi here, man. I think it's I think it's a close fight, you know, but I feel like Zahabi has more tools to win here. I think uh, he can keep distance. He can pick his shots. I think uh, even ground would be good, you know. I'm on Zahabi here, you know. I feel Zahabi wins. I don't think a finish. I see a decision here. Arochi Lang super tough, but, uh, yeah, I'm on Zahabi. I'm here. I, I think Ariel gets his win here, yeah. I'm not sure about this one either, guys. This is really tough, like like Marcel was saying. Like, uh, I think the odds are pretty much dead on, to be honest with you. I, I slightly lean to Richie Lang, younger guy. Um, 
overall, I, I, he's got more experience, a lot more. He says he has thirty three fights compared to eleven. That's a lot more experience, but level of competition not amazing. Um, mm-hmm. All those guys he beat in China weren't great. Um, Zahabi, I think, is slightly level, better level of competition. But again, what, what I don't like about Zahabi is he just doesn't fight that often, right? Like he barely fights. He fights once a year. Um, he does come from obviously Tristar, his his uh, brother uh, Firas, great uh, coach. He'll definitely have a good game plan here, and that's why I'm, I would stay away from this personally because he has, he might just be way more technical and just win a like points battle like his last fight with Tercios, right? I could easily mm-hmm. see that happening. Um, but again, at the same time, you know, Arichi Lang, I just think the aggressiveness, walking forward, um, we know we can take one to throw one. Um, I also feel like he's more likely of the two guys to go for a takedown maybe as well. He, uh, he scored a lot of take not a lot, but he scored a takedown three of his four fights in the UFC. Whereas the hobby, you know, not really known for his takedowns, just one overall in the UFC. So I'm um, not saying he's the better grappler by any means, but I think he'd be the more, guy more likely to pursue that grappling. And, and because he's a pretty, you know, big dude as well. I guess the size is pretty similar, to be fair, because he's moving up from flyweight, obviously. But uh, yeah, I just feel like uh, reaching that will mix it up a little bit more. But I, again, I'm not confident. Like, I'm not betting on this fight. Don't force anything, you know. If you guys have a great read on it, go ahead and, you know, bet on it. But for me, it's it's a pass. Richie Lang by decision. I do think it goes the distance probably, Marcel. I think you agree with that. So maybe that's the play dis- The fight goes the distance. But uh, yeah, mostly a pass for me. A couple other comments here. Yeah, they kind of look like, I guess. It's kind of funny. Um, off topic, what brands yourself on? I have, an, I have an iPhone 10, I guess. XR or whatever. It's a few years old now. What do you have? Android? Samsung S22, I think. Yeah. 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 Hey, what's up, Rotork? Fabian Canucks set for Blonde Burial. Well, we'll talk about that in a second here. So Go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have <clears throat> Miranda Maverick taking on Jasmine Jasdavisius. And odds for this one, Maverick's a big favorite here, minus 300, plus 250 on Jasmine. Um, Actually, get your thoughts first, and I'll talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jasmine, she won her last fight uh, against Gabriela Fernandez. She looks pretty decent in that one, I think. Before that, got pretty much destroyed by Natalia Silva, you know, and I, I remember that we had back then, I think we both picked just so the vicious man coming, kind of getting into that fight because we didn't know about Natalia Silva coming back after that injury she had, you know, but she had to pull out from, uh, she had that, uh, how do you say that? I think she had a broken arm and uh, she recovered from it. Then, but we're not talking about Natalia Silva, but about just me, just so the vicious. Um, that was actually her first real loss, in my opinion. I still think she should she won against Elise Reed in CFC, you know, that fight. Um, yeah. I think just the vicious is pretty decent, you know. I still not convinced if she's top 15, and we're gonna see it now against Miranda Maverick. I think uh, Maverick Maverick is good, it's pretty good, man. But I was really disappointed in her last fight against Shana Young, man. I really had the feeling that she kind of she she was like I, I think she beat her before right shana young and I, I really had the feeling like that miranda thought too easy about it you know and that she uh she won but it was it didn't really look good and she got some decent well decent wins in the ufc honestly i only think she lost to aaron blanchfield mm-hmm. because that macy barber loss is still bullshit. Mm-hmm. um yep I feel Maverick can win here. I think she uh, she she wins the decision. I don't think she finishes it, but uh, I think she wins. It. So I think she's stronger, and uh, yeah, I see her winning. I, I'm I want to pick Maverick too, but like I I think Jasmine's interesting here just because like she's a big girl, man. Like you look at the size here, Marcel five three to five seven, right sixty eight to sixty five reach. Big girl. And the last fight was pretty impressive uh, against Fernandez, just taking her down constantly, 11 minutes of control time. Like, I think she matches up decently well with Maverick, who's probably going to pursue the wrestling, but I don't know, man. Maverick, like you said, great record in the UFC. And she, here's the thing. She has way more experience in the UFC, and she's still eight years younger. Like, mm-hmm. she's still a young girl. She's only 25. So, like, she's still super young, strong as an ox. Um, I, I don't think she's amazing, Marcel, honestly. Yeah, like, I agree. I thought she was better than she was. I think that Mav- that Macy Barber I think, honestly hurt her career a lot. She was really on the upswing, and then it kind of halted. And the last fight with Shane Young wasn't – I think she should have finished that fight. I really Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. So the fact that she didn't kind of is a little concerning her. But at the same time, like, more experience, you know, the stronger – I think probably the stronger grappler, probably more likely to get on top. And then on the feet – Probably a slightly better striker as well. And Jasmine does get hit a lot too. Again, negative striking differential. Um, but again, the size and the matchup, right? Because Jasmine's a pretty grappler too. 
I think it goes probably distance as well. Jasmine's very tough. She can take a punch and tough to submit. Maverick by decision. But uh, again, you know, I might sit this one out as well. I know a lot of people will part later. I get it. But uh, I might sit this one out as well. I'm more There's a few other fights I'm more interested in, you know, for, for bets. Um, so that's my thoughts on this one. I'll, I'll quickly get these comments. Uh, Miranda and Jasmine both so made the best women win. Yeah, they're both like they're both likable. Crazy blind, but the younger fighters are getting yeah, done. I mean, she's 25, and Jasmine, you know, even though she doesn't have much experience, she's still she's 30, um, she's 34, Marcel. She's my, she's the same age as me, you know. So like, not super young, but again, hasn't taken much damage either. So, uh, quickly, any good MMA related company workers, a writer, betting broker, etc. I mean, I, I I couldn't even say, man. Honestly, like. I don't even know. It, it, it's uh, it's a different game out there, right? Than than than, than it was before. Um, I like again. I still dabble in MMA, but uh, my full time job isn't just in the sports betting thing, though. I don't know, Crazy Pato. I'm, I'm I I wish I had a job for you, man. I really do, but uh, I don't at the moment. Sprinkle of value on Jasmine. I mean, it's your call. I, I would think by decision would be how she would win, anyways. So maybe by decision, but if you want, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Maverick probably wins the decision here, but again, I, just, I don't know. I don't know about a bet for me. I'm not sure if I can because, again, the matchup. All right, next fight, Marcel. We have Chris Curtis taking on Nezardim Imavov. And uh, odds for this one, Curtis – or Imavov, excuse me, is minus 150. Chris Curtis plus 130. Actually, uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this fight because I have a I have a way I'm breaking down this fight, and I, I'm curious to hear how you're going to break it down. So go ahead. Yeah, man, Imavov. The problem with Imavov is his cardio normally. You know, uh, his cardio is not holding up very well, I think. Uh, he slows down during the fight. Uh, you saw it in the, even in the Strickland fight, man, where he had a full training camp and Strickland took it on short notice. Uh, I feel like he, di he didn't look much better than Strickland with his cardio, and Strickland's cardio is normally always on top. Uh, Curtis, um, Curtis known for not really starting aggressively, you know what I mean? But out of nowhere, I can knock you out. Um, you saw it with Joaquin Buckley, you saw it with Brandon Allen, uh, you saw it with Phil Haas, you know, how he does it. Um, and Imavov is a better starter normally than Curtis. So either I think Imavov gets gets him early out of there, but if that doesn't happen, I think Curtis wins the decision. So I'm picking Chris Curtis here. All right, so here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Here's the thing. My Chris Curtis picking record in the UFC is terrible, okay? It's just – I think the only one I got – let me take a look, actually. <sighs> He's had six fights in the UFC, guys. So here's the thing, right? I am 0-6 on his fights. I'm 0-6. It's pretty bad. Um, I'm not great at picking his fights, obviously. Because I picked him to lose against Hawes, Allen, and Vieira. Then I picked, picked him to win against uh, Hermanson. The Buckley fight – Actually, I might have picked him against Buckley. I can't remember that one, but the Gaston one, I, I think I did pick him in the win, and he ended up losing a controversial decision, right? So, just not good at picking his fights. But here's the thing: like, <clears throat> even Bob, I, I actually even Bob, I've picked all of his fights right, except for the Hawes one, which I think should have been a draw personally. But uh, so I'm, I actually I'm pretty good at picking his fights. Um, here's here's how I break this fight down, guys. Here's the thing. Because Imavov really tends to slow down that last round, and Curtis really picks it up in the third round. And this fight's likely going to decision. I'm pretty sure Chris Curtis wins the third, third round, right? Like I'm 90 percent sure, Marcel. 95. So it's about sure. the second round, probably. It because. is. That's what I was about to say. Because the first round, <laughs> again, he's a slow starter. Even involved probably, you know, lands more strikes, and Curtis goes back to the corner, and they start telling him what to do. And I think it'll come down to who wins the second round. And I think Curtis will start picking it up, throw more strikes, land more strikes. And win the decision. Because honestly, Imovov is not that impressive, guys. Like his ground no, game. Here's the thing: his ground game's good, right? That's where he beat. Heinish and Shabazian, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Curtis has 100% takedown defense in the UFC, including stuffing 20 takedowns against Rodolfo Vieira. Rodolfo Vieira, excuse me. Um, 20 takedown stuffs, guys. Six takedown stuffs against uh, Hermanson. Three against Gastelum. And did... 20, uh, two against Vieira. <laughs> 20. And then 20. Three, against, three against Brendan Allen. And Hawes, three. So he's, he stuffed nine, 15. <laughs> he stuffed... 38, 38 takedowns, I believe. That's insane. Like it's six so fights. That's great. I mean, his takedown defense is awesome. So is Imovov really going to be the guy that takes him down? I mean, Jack Herbinson, I think, is a better grappler. You know, I think that Vieira is a better grappler, and maybe not the pure wrestling, but Imovov, you know, he's a pretty good wrestler, but not, like, elite. Um, and then on the feet, you know, he is okay. I don't think he's amazing on the feet, Marcel, either, to be honest with mm -hmm. you. Like, 
maybe he's mixing it up more into kicks, possibly. I maybe, but I, I still think Curtis, you know, much more technical boxer and huge power, as we know. Um, yeah, Chris Curtis, I think, wins the decision here, guys. I like him here as a dog, plus 130. Marshall, I have to, and also we have to mention like Strickland, his teammate's best friend, just beat Imavov and. Obviously, they have a game plan for this guy, and I think you know that works in the coaching staff there um, at the gym. So, I, I do think he wins again. He's going to win the third round. Imovov might win the first. The second round decides it. I'm leaning towards Curtis. You know, hopefully this, <laughs> hopefully this is the first time I get one of his fights right or the, the second time, whatever. But uh, yeah, I like Curtis as a dog. Couple comments. Yeah, he's a slow starter. He probably drops the first round, but I definitely think he wins the third. And because I looked at actually, I looked, <laughs> I went to UFT or uh, MA decisions, Marcel. I went through both all of Imovov's fights and all of Curse's fights. Almost all of Curse's fights that went the distance, he's won the third round. And then mm-hmm. with Imovov, he's he actually, I think against Phil Hawes, he won that round, but usually tends to slow down the later rounds, as we know, right? Like, remember, yeah, against Buckley, Buckley, Ford, sorry. yeah, yeah, he did beat he did beat Strickland, Strickland in the fifth round, I think, but. Strickland had won the first four rounds, so he kind of gave yeah. it up. And he, he didn't care. He just was trying not to lose. Moavo is the main event. Chris Curtis put a fight tonight. Uh, yeah, it should be on the main card. But they don't – I don't know. They don't put Chris Curtis fights in the main card. They don't. By the way, have you watched the, the, the Man Dance podcast from uh, – I, I just saw the clips from it. Is it funny? That's <laughs> funny. I'll check I it out. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to yet. Um, this is Banger. What game plan of Strickland will give Chris? I mean, I think it will be, you know – just be aggressive and, and, and hit this guy more than you get hit, I guess. We'll see what happens. Uh, could you imagine the curse takes to the ground? I mean, I doubt it. I doubt it. If anyone's going to get a takedown, probably Imovov. But again, he stuffed 38 takedowns. His takedown defense is very good. It's very good. Take consideration that Strickland was 10 pounds heavier Imovov. That's true. Coming off a of training camp? Um, well, he took a break, I think, before that fight, dude. He was a skiing in the mountain or snowboarding or something. He didn't beat, or he didn't beat Kander, but he fought that fight with him. But I know what you're saying, but... Uh, yeah, it was still short notice. Think even about needs to learn how to pace himself. Yeah, I mean he is a longer guy, longer, uh, taller fighter. They have the same reach, but the length he's or the height he's five inches taller. I think Curtis sometimes realizes too much power. Buck lose out lane for the KO. Hermanson one circle is true. Yeah, I mean the thing is Hermanson, man, that's how I think Ivanov could win. But Hermanson fought such a great, perfect fight that fight, and still lost the third round. You yeah. know, so yeah, the body shots too. I think so too because it's, tall, it's a taller guy. All right, guys, let's go to the next fight here. This opens up the main card, and we have a middleweight fight between Eric Anders and Marc-Andre Berrio. Marc-Andre Berrio, minus 150. Eric Anders, plus 130. Um, I know these guys both had nice finishes in the last fight, so, you know, give them credit for nice knockouts. But the way these two match up, I kind of feel like this fight's going to be a bit of a grind, man. I really do. A lot of fence pushing, guys. That's what I see. 50 minutes of fence pushing in this fight. Hope I'm wrong. Someone just gets fucking blasted and knocked out, but I don't think so. I think it's going to be them just kind of changing position along the fence. I think Barrio is the better like fence guy right now, and also I think he is the better striker a little bit um, as well. Better overall fighter. I think his camp is a little better too. Um, I think he's performed more um, consistently lately. Um, but Anders, you know, is decent too. So I think it's going to be a, a decision. Um, I lean towards Barrio, especially in Canada, uh, getting getting the nod. But it'll it'll probably be pretty competitive. Um, but I am going to pick Barrio by decision here to open up the card. And yeah, I pro- of the two middleweight fights, it doesn't really make sense that the ranked guys are on the prelims. You know, it's kind of weird, right? What are you going to say? Um, listen, man, you're the Canadian, you know, so I'm kind of disappointed. They say Marc Andre Barrio, Marc Andre uh, Barrio, yeah. <laughs> Uh, fighting Eric Anders. Um, the thing is with Eric Anders, man, dude is so inconsistent. You yeah. know, uh, he got a yeah. good win over Kyle Dawkins last time out, but before that, uh, he got that loss against Park, which should have been a win. I know, I know, but still, he has yeah. a, a lot of fights where he is like, then he looks like a world beater, and then I'm like, yeah, it's not that great, you know. Kind of same goes for Mark Andre Barrio, although I don't really think he's a world beater. I think he's he's decent, you know, but. Um, this is like a typical fight between two fighters who are like super inconsistent and it can go both ways. That's how I feel about this fight. Uh, if I have to pick a winner, I'm with you. I'm also picking Barrio by decision. But uh, I feel like, like you said, a lot of a lot of clinching against the cage. Uh, yep. Not a fun fight to open the main card up. 
probably with. But um, hey, maybe I'm wrong and we see a knockout in the first round and everybody's happy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. And not not the fight. I think it will. I don't think it will be great. Barrio decision is my pick as well. Yeah, so the same pick there. All right, guys, yeah. let's go to the next fight here. This one could be a banger here, Marcel. We have mm-hmm. a fun uh, featherweight bout between Dan Ige, 50K, taking on Nate the Train Landwehr. Odds for this one, Dan Ige, minus 250, Nate Landwehr, plus 210. I'm actually really curious for your thoughts on this fight. Um, are you picking an upset in this fight, Marcel? No. Okay. No, I don't. Um, Dan Ige, he was on a three-fight losing skit, right? Uh, went to, to fight Damon Jackson, knocked him out. And the thing is with Dan Ige, I feel like if he doesn't fight the guy who is above him, you know, or better than him, he wins. And he can win viciously with knockouts, you know. If you look at Nate Landwehr, a super fun fighter to watch, uh, got that uh, crazy win over David Onama that last year, which was close to be a fight of the year contender, I think. Um, he, got that, he got that win last time against Austin Lingo which was a good win, a stoppage win. But the thing is, Nate Landwehr is a really, like, how do you say that, a a really attacking fighter, um, really wild, you know what I mean? And that's what people love about him. He's good on the mic as well. But Ige is more composed, you know, and Ige picks his shots. And I think if Landwehr fights wild like he normally does, he gets knocked out in the first round by Dan Ige. That's what I think, you know? And... Listen, if Landwehr paces a little bit more, fights smarter, he can get a win here. But I think Ige knocks him out in the first round. And that's my pick. Then Ige first round knockout. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. So I was I was thinking about Landwehr as a dog because, man, he's he's a dog, right? He is. Yeah. Wolf. He's look great. And and let's be fair. We haven't really been picking his fight. I mean, we didn't get his last one, right? But the Onama and Klein fights, we didn't pick him there. I don't think we did. Um, Definitely the Klein one. No, <laughs> yeah, no, that one. Remember, I remember. I like again. I talked about this one. This is why I remember. You were like, "There's no reason to pick him here. There just isn't." Yeah, like, yeah easily he's gonna lose, and then he, he looks amazing. He's looked good, but I still really think he's hittable. Super hittable, man. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think he's super hittable. I think the chin. You know, could go at, at any time, and we've seen him get KO twice in the UFC. Now he's taking a guy who has power in Dan Ige, and we've seen him get a couple of knockouts in the UFC. Um, like you said, Marcel, really like look good overall in the UFC, and then he fights top ten guys, he loses. Like other than that, he wins most of his fights. Um, and he looked great against Damon Jackson. You know, he looked great, and Damon Jackson was on a nice run at yeah. that point. That's a, I know Damon's chin isn't amazing, I get it, but like still, great win for him. And I think you could do the same to, to, to Nate, honestly. I think he's just going to be way more technical. And uh, Nate's going to come in and, and, and he's going to drop his hands and Dan's going to knock him out. So Danny gave by knockout. That's the way I'd go in this one, guys. I think Danny wins the fight. Danny usually beats uh, guys that aren't ranked. A um, couple other comments. Uh, Roundtree or uh, Andrews last time was on pay interview was against Roundtree 236. Yeah, he got knocked down like four times in that fight. It was a it's a brutal, brutal uh, fight. For Roundtree looked really good in that fight. It looked amazing in that fight. Uh, hopefully in this brawl. Um, they, they might. They might. But I think Dan's is more technical. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. Um, all right. Next fight here, we got uh, Mike Mawat taking on Adam Fujit. And uh, I really like this fight, guys. It's a fun one in the UFC welterweight division. Uh, Mike Mawat minus 210. Adam Fujit plus 180. Marcel, you obviously know I'm picking this fight. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt I'm picking Mike Mowat to win this fight, and obviously I'm going to pick up by stoppage. All of his wins are by stoppage. Um, I think he knocks out Adam Fujit. Adam Fujit looked great in his last fight. Give him credit, man. He had a nice comeback. Or, uh, yeah, it was an upset win, I should say. But the fight against Morales, you know, gets knocked out there. He's been knocked out twice. He is a good fighter. All his wins are right finished except for one. I talked about him a few times on, on the podcast. I remember doing a tape study last year. was impressed. But, again, I just think Mowat's the real deal, man. I really do. He's looked amazing in the UFC, like, I can't go against Mike Ballot. I really can't. Just look phenomenal. I mean, his fights have looked – he's made them look really easy. Um, Mickey Gall is obviously not great, but he, he destroyed Mickey Gall in a couple – two, three minutes. And Johan Lainez, again, not great, but still, it wasn't even – it was a wash. It was a washout. Needed to step up. I, I think it could have given him someone even better uh, or a bigger name, I should say, than uh, Fujit. But Fujit is a pretty good fighter, and the UFC respects his skills, obviously. That's why they gave him this fight. Um I think the odds are are, are are good for Mike Ballot here. I think he wins two to one favorite. That's that's good. That's fair. And I, I feel really confident this fight's not going three rounds, guys. Just the way they fight, no way. Mike Ballot goes out there, puts on a show for the fans, and knocks out uh, Adam Fujit. Wins a bonus, too. That's my prediction, Marcel. I see it a little bit different, man. You say, like, the UFC uh, 
thinks uh, Fugit. I think you see things Malat can style on Fugit. That's what I think, and that's why he's there. That's what I think. You know, I think uh, Fugit did really well in his career so far. I think he looked good against Morales in the first round. Remember, you know, yeah, yeah. Then he got finished, and uh, he got that upset win against Kinoshida. Not many people gave him uh, gave him a chance there. I know he had, but not many people gave him up front. Um, Malat wins this, man. Malat yeah. is good. I really like him. Uh, I have him a first-round knockout in this one. I think uh, Malat finishes early, and I'm with you. He probably gets a 50K bonus. And, uh, yeah, I like Malat a lot. <laughs> I like Malat a lot. Uh, that wasn't uh, – uh, that was uh, not on purpose. So, uh, yeah. I saw Mike Bawa fight in 2014 in Toronto. I'm just looking at it right now. And he also in that car was Kyle Nelson. <laughs> That's funny. But he knocked the guy out, and I, I, I've always liked him. But uh, what I was going to say was uh, there's a comment here about – Malat being hittable. I mean, Rotork, I mean, are you just basing on the Hakeem Dewado fight? That was in 2014, a long time ago. Because um, in the UFC, he hasn't been hit at all, you know? Maybe I'm forgetting a fight. Maybe I'm forgetting one. Let me know if I am. But, I mean, almost all his wins are he's destroying guys in the first round. Like, he, I don't think he's really that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does get caught here. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I I think I think uh, um, Malat's just – this is – He's in his prime right now. You know, remember, he took off a couple of years to coach, right, at Team Alpha Male. He learned so much in those three years, I guess, he was uh, out. You know, he's looked really good in the UFC. I, I, I feel good about him here. Anyways, yeah, I, but lots, all, almost all his wins are my first round finish. It's crazy. I do think the fight ends in the first round, too, probably. Yeah. Under – actually, I don't like betting under one and a half, but this would be a fight I would definitely consider it. UFC loves some cheap fights to make card. I mean, they're going to probably give a bonus to one, like to Malat because I think he'll finish the fight. But yeah, I think Malat's making what twelve and twelve. He's from Contender Series, right? So he's probably yeah, maybe Malat, he's making twenty twenty. I don't know. What you Malat, Malat is not making a lot. Yeah. Oh man, he should though. You know, he's a really good fighter. Comes mm -hmm. from a good uh, athletic family. His brother is an NHL hockey player too, so that's pretty interesting. All right, guys, time for the co-main event of the evening, and this is definitely the best fight in the card. It should have been five rounds, in my opinion, Marcel. I, I think you'd agree with me on that one as well. Um, odds for this fight, Charles Alvarez. Or main event. <laughs> main event, yeah. Charles Alvarez taking on Benil Dariush, and uh, great fight here. Odds actually went up today. Okay, that's interesting. So Benil Dariush now minus 150 favorite, plus 130 on Charles Oliveira. Marcel hit the button. Yeah, I'm going to say something crazy, dude. Um, dude, hit the button, man. I want to hit the woof woof. Do it. Yeah, but I'm not take, taking the dog. I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the <laughs> are dog. You, are you taking the dog? Yeah, man. Hit the button, bro. Yeah, sorry, bro. Let me see if I don't get another commercial. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking the dog. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hit it. Of course, I got another commercial. Um, give me a second. Five yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, of course not. <laughs> Three, two, one. Plus the 130 on Charles Oliveira. Like, guys, are we forgetting how fucking good he is? Are we forgetting how good Charles Oliveira is? He gets beaten by Islam and everyone thinks he, he's, he's not going to beat Darius now. Don't get me wrong. Darius is really good. He's on a roll. But come on. Oliveira is so, so proven. You can turn it off now, so Look at the roll. Look at the run he was on before. Gaethje, Poirier, Chandler, Ferguson, Lee. Like, it's just a run of killers, man. Like, it really was. Um. Amazing, best submission guy ever in the UFC. You know, even better than Hoist Gracie, potentially. Um, improved his striking a lot. Still hittable, right? Still hittable. The chin is still questionable. He's been dropped a lot. But I just think, man, Darius is a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. But I just, I don't like the matchup for Darius, honestly. Is he going to out-wrestle and out-grapple Charles Oliveira? I don't think so. I mean, maybe he gets top control. It's possible. I know Islam did, obviously, after dropping him. But I think he'll struggle a bit there because I think Oliver is an amazing grappler himself and then as we all do and then on the feet don't get me wrong Darius has got some power and he's unorthodox and stuff but like he's hittable too he's actually been knocked out what three times in the UFC he's he can be knocked out too both guys can get knocked out but I just think Oliver is the better striker I think he's the better grappler he's the more experienced guy he's the former champion we are really sleepy on him here more experienced everything like Darius is good. He's he has more momentum. I get that, but I I'm not writing Oliver off, man. At all, I can't do it. Not yet. Um, no, just because he lost to Islam doesn't mean he's he's not good in my opinion anymore. I'm not saying you, you would think he's not good just because he loses to Darius, but or is the underdog here by any means. But I'm just saying, like, I just think he has like most of the things are in his advantage. I think Darius, you know, his weight, his path to win would be get top control, but then you have to like 
being Oliver's guard for three rounds, that seems pretty tough to do. Um, and then the other one would be a knockout. And Darius does have some power, but I don't think he's going to knock out Oliveira. Um, yeah, man, I'm taking Oliveira. Actually, I'm taking Oliveira by knockout. That's my pick here, Marcel. So Oliveira by knockout. I think people are sleeping on here as, a, as an underdog. I'm not ready to write him off yet. He's the former champ. He's a great fighter. He's a Hall of Famer, too. I'm taking him by knockout. That's the only way I see Oliveira win by knockout, to be honest. Um, I think, um, yeah. Listen, man, it's not a fade on Oliveira or anything, man, but I just think that Darius can, is be, can be able to control him from top position, you know, with his wrestling. Yep. And um, I think Oliveira's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is better, you know, but I think Benil's wrestling is better, you know, and I think he can keep top, top, top control. If he gets, if he gets hit... It can be over, you know, because Oliveira has the knockout power to stop him. But um, I feel confident with picking Darius, dude. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm picking him with a decision here. Confident, I think Dar- really, like, <sighs> I am. Based on what though? Like, really? Like, I mean, it's all there. Styles make fights, man. That's why I think Darius uh, with his wrestling will be stronger. I think he he out wrestles him, and maybe it's crazy, you know. But that's how I feel. I like, like I said, man. People say I was crazy as well for picking Islam, you know, and Islam won as well against him. And I didn't expect Islam to knock him down or anything. I, I expect Islam to submit him, but not knock him down, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm picking Darius here, man. I feel confident picking him with a decision. I think he went, I honestly think he wins all three rounds during 27. Wow. So, yeah. wow, wow. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, we, yeah. I guess we both have strong opinions either way, right? So that's interesting. I got to get comments here on this one. Got Darius pick, Darius, Charles. The Bronx by decision. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I feel like he'd finish it, but maybe goes distance is plus one sixty. Oliver's what? What's his last decision? When was against? Uh, oh, against Tony when, when he pretty much broke his arm. Guys, Oliver yeah. has only won two decisions in the UFC, and he has what like twenty finishes or something? 15, Seventeen finishes, I guess it was. Maybe, maybe this is the fight. Darius is pretty tough, but I don't know. I I, I feel like it ends inside the distance for him if he wins. Um. I think Darius would be more likely to win the, the uh, decision, but again, we'll see. I mean, again, you know, I like to think I'm a fortune teller, but I'm not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Marcel, a couple other comments here. Uh, Darius, another one. It should be five rounds. Like, it's stupid when the fight, all number one contender fight should be five rounds. Someone said Darius' body's weak. Um, or someday. I, I think he's just seen someone. I think that's oh, what he meant. Okay. Um, I, maybe. Um, uh, when has he really been hurt to the body? Am I forgetting a fight? I can't. Uh, uh, yeah, he's been knocked out to the head a few times, but yeah, maybe was it maybe Evan Dunham hit him to the body? That guy was a good body shot. I'm just looking through his record, like it's so long ago, too. We'll see what happens, man. He's looked great. I just think Oliver is really fucking good, you know. When was the last time Oliver didn't get hurt before he came back? Uh, the last time would be against let me double check because yeah, you're right, he gets dropped a lot, right? Um, Technically, Chandler didn't drop him, according to the stats, but we know he hurt him in that fight. The last time would probably be Tony Ferguson where he washed him, right? Mm-hmm. The other fights. But again, he did fight Chandler, Poirier, and Gaethje. Most Those guys knock out most guys in the division, too, and they weren't able to finish him. So, But then again, is Islam dropping him is a little concerning to me, personally. You know, Maybe this, maybe his chin is going to go. I don't know. We'll see. He is hittable. There's no doubt about it. But again, he is a really good striker, too. Everyone kind of like forgets about that. Um and his, his, his ground game is amazing. <laughs> Darn good fight. It, it, it is. It's a fucking good one. Another Benio by TKO. It's like the Paul Felder fight, I guess. Yeah, I mean, possibly, right? Like, you're right, Marcel. I mean, he has been put on his back before, right? For sure. But again, I think it's just a dangerous game to play, you know, because, yeah, I mean, even though Benio is amazing on the ground, I mean, all again, Oliver is like all-time great. He's like legendary status on the ground. Um, anyway, it should be a great fight. It should be a great fucking fight. And the winner of uh, this fight turns around for Abdabi. Yeah, I think so, right? Winner fights Islam, I would think. Yeah. Especially if it's Benil, right? Especially, for sure. All right, last fight here, guys. Main event. We got Amanda Nunes taking on Arena Aldana. Odds for this fight. Amanda Nunes favored minus 325. Arena Aldana plus 270. You know, Marcel, I do think Aldana has a puncher's chance. I will say that, right? She's sure. a good striker. She's won three of her last four fights by knockout. So she's got a chance. And obviously, that camp is on fire. Um, with Grasso and, and all those, yeah, all those Mexican fighters, Diego Lopez, all those fighters down there. But at the same time, you know, Aldana's a good fighter, but she is older too. I mean, they're both 35. She's been around for a long time. And even though she did, you know, get the win in her last fight, you know, she did get taken down three times there. Um, and some of her losses, she's been taking down, right? Her takedown defense overall, 80% is actually nice, but 
Holly Holm took her down five times. You know, she aced on three times. Amanda Nunes last three wins, six takedowns over Pena. Uh, well, the she didn't take down Megan Anderson, but she obviously submitted her. And then six takedowns against Spencer, eight against Durandamy. I don't even think she'll stand and trade. I don't think she'll try to. I think if the fight takes place in the feet, guys, I think Aldana has a real chance to knock her out. But I just think Amanda will continue to push the wrestling here and get the fight to the ground. And honestly, I think she'll probably end up in malposition at some point and ground and pound get the win here because Aldana, she has lost by ground and pound um, from like full mount a couple times in her career, I believe. So that's kind of how she's beaten. I know in the UFC she's been super tough and went to decision, but if you look earlier in her career, she she did get finished a few times. And Amanda, I looked again through her resume. While she has you know had more decisions lately, while you know it's more likely these days, still a ton of knockouts and still a lot of power. So leaning towards Amanda by TKO. That's what I'm thinking, ground and pound. What are you thinking here, man? Yeah, I I, I feel like, um, like you said, Aldana has a puncher's chance, you know. I think she has a chance, but I don't feel comfortable picking Aldana here for the simple reason. If you look at the last fight against BC Chason, she wasn't winning at a certain moment until she had that uh, that, that kick to the body, you know, and she started, she stopped her with that. I think it was one run going into the third, and she, yep. had, she was at the bottom. Yep. Um, Nunez, uh, by the way, did you watch the 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 the, the already right, the, 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 how do you say that the down uh, the countdown already? No, I didn't see it. I, I don't no, watch usually. No, me, me neither. Normally, but I wanted to know because if there's a lot of luring with the kid again, then uh, I'll, I'll skip it. Um, yeah, I mean Nunez doesn't do it for me to be really honest as well in the UFC anymore. You know, uh, she did well against Pena, good good rematch. She won that fight. She said she had uh, problems with uh, COVID in the first fight uh, after COVID, um, and I believe her. You know, if you look how she fought the second fight, she only got in trouble once with an armbar, almost I think. But overall, uh, great fight. I gotta pick Amanda here, man. I, I cannot pick your Irene. I, I would love to see Irene wins the belt. You know, I really like her, but I cannot pick against Amanda here. I'm picking Amanda by by decision, mm-hmm. um, retaining her belt. Okay, a couple of comments. Man, sub, yeah. When people on the ground, oh, Oliver, yeah, against Fowler. I know you're talking about. Um, let's stick with this fight. Competitive, it could be. I mean, man is a knocker. I think so. Yunus gets hit clean. She gets rocked. Yeah. Yeah, man, it did go down. I mean, 650 is way too high, though. Like, let's be honest, yeah. that was too high. So, like, I think the mods are – I think they're right. I mean, she she should be favored to win the fight. She should be a heavy favorite. But, like, 650 was excessive. There was definitely some dog value, I'd say. Chase yeah. um, on is a big girl. Which fight for bathroom break? Uh, Probably Barrio and Anders because I think it's going to be fence pushing. But uh, what was the other one? Uh, what do you think? I can't agree, you know. And uh, man, if you got if you got to finish somehow with Curtis Imavov, which I don't think happens, you maybe got a beautiful thirty minutes, forty minutes bathroom break. You know, you can take a shower, quick shower, make something to eat, get something to drink. I mean, maybe the Maverick Jazz did fight too. Maybe it's just Maverick wrestling there for, for three rounds. Like yeah, they actually should have made that the featured prelim, right? And we got maybe a longer break in between. I'll close my eyes a little bit for 30 minutes. Beautiful. You know. For sure. Anyways, overall, I mean, like we talked about the card now, so it's good we broke it down. A couple uh, just going, just recapping Break. the, yeah, recapping the picks. As a dog, I took Oliveira. I took Curtis and I took Galbiza. And for a dog, Marcel took Urseg. He took Zahabi. He also took Curtis. So Kurt, I believe, right? You took Curtis? I did, yeah. So Curtis is our, our consensus dog this week, guys. And yeah, those are the only dogs you took. So, well, we both took three. So we both took three dogs, and including one consensus. And again, me and Marcel don't like talk before the fights. You know, I, we like to come in here with, like and not know what who each other's picking. So just like more natural, I guess. That's interesting. We both have that same pick. Hopefully, if we're better, betting on him, Marcel he wins. <laughs> All right. Um, fair paper pay per view meal. Pizza, I guess. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. What's your favorite? Honestly, normally uh, a few years back, I always got myself a Ben and Jerry. You know, it's it's at night over really? here, right? Oh yeah, because you work yeah. at night. Yeah. So yeah. and uh, I, I ate that, but I stopped it definitely because, like, dude, the price went up so big. It's like now it's like for some a pint Ben and Jerry, you you pay like eight euros, and yeah, that's expensive. like eight eight nine dollars. I think that's crazy. Oh, yeah. for they have it here too, but I don't I don't buy it because it's too expensive. Honestly, yeah. so. Uh, a couple of com- yeah, chicken wings are great. Those are some of my favorite. Actually, I, I you know what, man, I'm hungry now. I'm, I'm thinking about. I was thinking about getting wings a few minutes ago. Fuck Might you. order some yeah. wings. 
Co-main event loser the next podcast topless? No fucking way, man. I'm not saying topless. <laughs> Why you want to lose? You no, because, lose because YouTube will ban us for showing like yeah. nudity. They'll show us yeah. boobs on here. <laughs> no, I'm good with that. Um, D plus. <laughs> Glenn, come to Toronto. We'll go swimming or something. You can sure, see my yeah. uh, my beautiful body if you want in person. <laughs> two ninety eight, two ninety one. Both teams saw it and saying, "Yeah, I'm going to be at two ninety. Looking forward to that." Thoughts of Will Brook dominating? Yeah, he looked great. He should be in the, he should be back in the UFC. Honestly, I hope they get him like a contender. If not, yeah, PFL I, should give him another chance, maybe. You know, or even Bellator. Fuck. I know Stefan Struve uh, really yeah. high on, uh, on on the guy he was fighting, that Praderak, uh, uh, the, the Serbian yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, if he wins this fight, he might get the call from the UFC. He and Will he Brooks, deserves it. He's yeah, so and, Will, and Will Brooks. Will Brooks is a short notice replacement for Michel Porzera. So yeah, dude, he kind of had a raw deal in his first run too. I mean, he he had that great win against Ross Pearson. Ross Pearson, really good. And then he lost it. Cowboy Oliveira, who you know is not in the UFC anymore. I get it, but he did have a nice run. Lost to Dubronx. I mean, it's not even really a loss. And then he lost to Nick Lentz, and, and you know, one in three, and you get your four fights. So I get why they released him. I get it. I'm just saying, like since then, Marcel, he's won uh, eight of his last yeah. ten yeah. fights. And the yeah. loss to Glayson Tebow is complete bullshit. If you've seen that fight, it is yeah, horrible. You've seen it, right? Like the, yeah. the ref doesn't know what the fuck he's doing in that fight. There's, that yeah. should not be a loss on his record. By the way, so. still the the best trilogy in the UFC, man. Nick Lance against Charles Oliveira. <laughs> True. I don't know why they did the third fight. Anyways, <laughs> did we watch the Titan FC card? Uh, I didn't. I just saw. I just saw the uh, Brooks thing. That's it. Um, nachos are good too. Do you like Smith and Reyes? Um, yeah, it makes sense. That would be a good. Yeah, fight. Why not? Armenian guy fought the winning uh, that was winning, but needed his put on the ground. I don't know if you saw him. Schedule fight. You mean Nurul Alviev, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but uh, yeah. Um, it's going to be Fire Adam. Joy 290. I think everybody's going to try 10 300. Yeah, 300. I didn't even think about that. We'd try to definitely go for that. All right, guys. We're just going to talk for a few more minutes. We're going to quickly go over PFL. Uh, we're going to try to go quickly. Um, Marcel's actually doing another podcast after this, so. We'll try to get him out of here, guys. Let me just pull up the card, um, Marcel, and we'll go through it really quick. Just give our picks. One yeah, sec, man. Guys. I, I want to yeah. eat something still. I, I mean, I, do, I cannot get under 350 pounds, so that's that's impossible. <laughs> no, just all, all right. Brendan Lofton is the favorite here. Minus 500 against Pinedo. We're both picking Brendan Lofton. I'm, I'm reading your mind. Yeah, there's no – this is the they, – they gave him such an easy fight, right? Like, they really did. That's the problem I have with PFL, though, man. It's like – they this should, should randomize. Yeah, it should be pulled from a hat or something. Yeah. Why? Like the matchmakers are still picking who wins. Yeah, you can tell who they want to win these fights. Like yeah. Movid's obviously going to be Tyler Diamond. Movid is uh, minus eight hundred. He obviously wins, right? Yeah, of course. Martin Hamlet gets Sam Key. Martin Hamlet's Martin minus wins. twelve fifty. He wins easily. Baba Jenkins beats Sung Binjo. Baba wins sure. minus four hundred. Yep. Josh Vera wins against Devin Mont. I think. Yeah. He is minus six hundred. These are all massive favorites. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Marias is going to lose to this guy. Gabriel Alves Varga, I'm picking him. Mine's 315. He wins. <laughs> I can't pick Marvin Marias. There's no way. It's, it's sad, man. I really you can't pick him. Right? I don't even know who this guy is and I'm picking him. I'm kidding. I saw his one fight. He did fight once in PFL against mm -hmm. me, Pinedo. But, yeah, I mean, how can you pick Marias? You can't. You can't. Dan Spawn filling in for uh, – what's the guy's name? Rob Wilkinson, right? Wasn't that who yeah. it is? Yeah. Rob Wilkinson tested positive. Crazy. I'm picking Flores here, man. Ty Flores, minus 215. I do think he wins as well. Chris Wade, I'm picking him. He is Me minus too. 270. These are all mismatches, man. Impa Kasangane, minus 450. This one, what do you think about this one? You think Andrew Sanchez can win? I'm picking Taylor, I'm picking Taylor Johnson. Okay, Taylor Johnson is an underdog, plus 120. Andrew Sanchez is minus 150. I'm picking Andrew Sanchez in this fight. He did take it on short notice, but I think he's uh, way more experienced and I think he's a better fighter. Abby Montaz, uh, that's the girl that beat Clarissa Shields. Minus 450, she wins, right? Mm-hmm. And then Alexei Pendrod, he is minus three twenty-five. He wins too. So I took all the favorites. <laughs> I mean, there might be an upset, maybe. I mean, we haven't seen them PFL. There's been some upsets, obviously, but uh, I, you're right. Maybe the Taylor Johnson guy. That'd be the only one, or maybe Marais could pull it off. Maybe right because it's a step down. It is a step down. But I just I can't pick him, Marcel. You can't either, right? You can't. No. But maybe he could do it because it is a guy that he, you know, a few years ago would have smashed. Now, I don't know. All right, last couple comments, guys. We'll get out of here. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Antoine's talking about uh, it's his birthday next week. Antoine, have, uh, this week, happy uh, uh, early birthday, man. Yeah, really. I hope you have a great day, dude. And, and uh, definitely check it out. Yeah, this card's on June 7th. It's on, it's on, uh, it's or it's on June 8th, right? 
it's uh, Wednesday, Thursday, this card. Um, you can scroll we, up, then you can see it. Yeah, Thursday. It's a little weird that it's on Thursday, but maybe they're forgetting something that's on Friday. Last question. Which UFC fighters do you think would fit perfectly in PFL? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Honestly, whoever, I guess, just gets cut. I think everyone could do well in PFL, especially because they pay well. All right, we've hit the hour mark, Marcel. I think we should get out of here now, man. Um, just what do you want to say, man, to people? Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me if you want. If you don't want, no problem, you know. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, thanks for watching the show. And uh, Adam does the outro this time, so go ahead, do it. Yeah, hit that like, share, subscribe button. I always forget to talk about that stuff more so, but it is kind of important. So, you know, keep telling your friends about it and love all the new listeners or older old listeners. We appreciate all you guys. We'll be back uh, next Monday, I believe, for the next podcast, breaking, uh, recapping 289 and then breaking down the next card. There's like five cards this month. So we've already had one, this will be the second, three more after that. So huge uh, um, month of fights, guys. I hope you enjoyed that week off two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next Monday to break down the next card and recap this one. So have a great week, everyone. Talk to you soon.